Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like you're looking through a promote 
transformation and change really is self-awareness, self-identity, and then learning to die to those things that do not support your life going into a way where it becomes outstanding because you are in control of what happens in your life. There are some things, yes, that we don't have control over, but what you do have control is how they those things affect your life, how you respond to those things, and what you do about those things. So Butterfly Evolution is about all of that, and that's why I love the energy that I receive from Anthony. As I said on one of the shows that he called in to, I look at his postings and they make me get up and do a little little, little extra. They're so positive and so they, they generate such energy for me. So... Um, I just had to to get him on. So that's what Butterfly Evolution is about, renewing the mind, changing your thoughts, guiding your actions. And one thing that we have here is we ask people to move their trash cans. If you've never heard of that, this is something that I used to do with my son at at a very young young age to promote change. Um, And what we would do is we would kind of make it a game about and and determine who's going back to where it used to be. We just moved things a lot. And we did did it a lot for for the one in the kitchen because that's where I spent most of my time seemingly. But, um... As you move your trash can, and again, make it a fun family event. As you move your trash can, monitor how often you go back to where it used to be, where you moved it from. And in doing that, allow your mind to think about how often our mind keeps up with what's going on, those those things that we do sometimes without much thought process. Our mind kind of sends us back to places, to things, to people, and and some of these things are not good for us. Some of these people are not good for us, but because we are used to things, we've become accustomed to some things, we tend to just become comfortable and we like what we know. So we stay there because we're afraid of the unknown. But let me tell you, in most cases, if you will step out, if you will move that trash can and move your mind sometimes, step out of the box, you will find that, as Anthony's book says, life is outstanding. And when you can get to that place, what a beautiful and peaceful place to be. So move those trash cans. Um, without further ado, I want to, because we've had some people just come on, we've got a, got a lot of people, thank, thank God for that, got a lot of people online with us, but because we've had you just come on, some numbers I don't know as well. So remember, I will pull you in, area code that you're calling from, and the last four digits. If you have a question or a comment for tonight, Just go ahead and select number one, and we'll get you in just as quickly as possible. So, Anthony, without further ado, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then as much as you want to share, and we'll get right in to tonight's topic. Okay. First, no, thank you again for the opportunity. Um, Again, my name is Anthony Dean Collins. Um, I'm also a radio host myself. Um, I have my own show called Anthony and B-Fly Show. I'm a new, um, soon-to-be published author. The title of my book, as you mentioned, is Life is Outstanding. That's set to release um, January of 2014. And also, I'm a new blogger. Uh, my blog is really taking storm. I'm so um, appreciative for that. The title of my blog is Aggressively Demanding Change. Um, basically, where I just take on topics a lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, in front of the world. They talk about it behind closed doors, but I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission to talk about these topics, and, you know, I appreciate you for sharing um, your format to allow me to do so. 
Um, my, my blog is currently at um, nextmagazine.com, simplyelevate.com, and bemorenews.com. And, of course, um, on my own website, anthonydcollins.com. And that's about it. Okay, okay. All right, well, I want to start by asking you a few questions because, of course, your your book is and we're going to just kind of cover a lot of ground tonight. So uh, mm-hmm. the topic is life outstanding, but we're going to talk about some things, for instance, you know, where are we or what are some things that cause our lives or cause us to feel like life is not outstanding? And then how do we get from that point to this point? And what are some of the things that we go through as women, as men, and so forth? So I want to start out by asking you, Anthony, um, at this point in your life, seemingly life is outstanding for you. You've come to a place of contentment. So I want to talk to you about that. What what did it for you to to help you realize um, there is a way to get to a place of peace and contentment to where you would start to write the book and and title it "Life Is Outstanding." Daily um, affirmations, um, just changing my thoughts. It changed my life once I changed my thoughts. And I also have to mention it was a young lady um, that shared her testimony with me and introduced me to a. Um, a, docu- a documentary movie called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, um, but I, I, I took am. a look at that. <clears throat> I took a look at that movie and a couple of other documentaries, and then I just went crazy with just researching, uh, starting to learn to appreciate science and, and taking different looks at spirituality and things of this nature. And I was just um, talking yesterday and saying that I actually had two titles for my book. Of course, one was Life Is Outstanding. Another one. I don't even remember what it was because my spirit just took over me and said, this is the title for your book. So that's pretty much what led to me just writing the book. And I even gave myself a time frame. I said, you know, it's your first time writing, you know, take about a year. So I wasn't expecting to be through writing the book until about January of 2014. But look what's going on. I'm actually coming out with the book January of 2014. So I just kept writing, kept writing, and completed it in April and here we are. I'm on your show because of it. Okay. Okay. So before uh, writing the book, I guess, had you walked into your, your your period of purpose and passion, or was that, did that writing the book assist you with getting to this point where, again, life is outstanding? Well, see, prior, prior, everything happened on my 37th birthday, which is in November. So prior to that, I didn't know my purpose. It came so fast. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I always wanted to write a book, but even as growing up, even as far back in seventh grade, I actually started writing the book, and I had about six chapters, and I threw it away because of my insecurities, my fears, my doubts, or what happened. So, no, the answer to your question is no. I didn't come into my purpose until maybe like a month after my 37th birthday, a little bit after the election of President Obama, and then I, that's when all these things start coming back to me, this burning desire, man. You always want to write a book. And everyone has always told me that I have a a voice. You know, some thought I should be a pastor, but I said, no, I I don't want to go down that road. And some just thought, you know, I just had a voice. I could be a speaker. So I said, what better way to try to start that off than writing my book? And then once I realized and accepted that purpose, and all of a sudden I became a spokesperson for men with depression, and, and, and my blog, and things just took off. So just like me and you just talked about, out, you know, off the air, you know, you attract things. The more, the, more, the more positive thoughts you bring to the situation, you attract positive, positive situations. Right. And, you know, you said realize and accept. 
accept it, once you realize and accept it, your purpose, that is so important. And under, first, and you've also mentioned your thoughts, changing your thoughts. People do not understand how much control the thoughts and how we have to really, the word even tells us that you have to take every thought captive. And once you're able to do that and, and also eliminate um the thoughts that, again, do not support your journey. You also have to know your journey, but you said just now that once you realized and accepted those, your purpose, and then after that you put some action and made a plan to seek um, or to gain, to get there. So tell us how that process worked for you, because as I just asked you before we came on the air, do you sleep? (laughs) Of course you told me (laughs) yes. But people don't understand the hours and the work that, that... that people have to put in to to get there. Because right. if we do nothing, nothing happens. We we will absolutely get nothing if we do nothing. If you do little, mm-hmm. oftentimes you get little. But you seem mm-hmm. to be going full force then some. So I guess explain to us, and I know I asked a lot in that, some of the mm-hmm. just explain to us this point of of having life outstanding. You know, what do you do to to make have, what have you done to make some of these things happen after realizing accepting your purpose what are some of the things that you put in place uh, the number one thing is, is is having a true spiritual connection you know what what that's what that has done to change my life having that connection spiritually has really helped me to endure um but what I, a quote that i live by for myself is you know love hard work hard play hard but most importantly rest hard so i do get a lot of rest you know it might not seem like it but i do it's 24 hours in a day and I'm able to, you know, pretty much balance and manage my days out pretty well. Um, but in in saying that, I also put the effort in working hard. And, and, and I just try different things. You know, I try to stay out of saying that I'm coming outside my comfort zone or coming outside the box. I try to say that there is no box and there is no comfort zone. So I leave everything open for every single day for me to live a new, to try to bring a new idea and a new opportunity to the table every day. Okay. I I really like that and I I didn't know, you know, your your spiritual connection. We had not talked about where we are spiritually, but I'm glad cuz I have lots of of uh some verses that I want to give out tonight because the same for me and for those of you who are listening out um out there listening with us, the same for me. Spirit it wasn't until I began to really connect even with myself spiritually, because the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, everything. And there's a purpose for that. And so often, you know, when we're, when we're not there, it seems like I had some really good times that just dropped. And then I had to find my way back to that really good time. But there's a difference when you really connect spiritually, whatever spiritual is for you, but when you really connect on a spiritual level to me and for me, it seemed to just, and not instantly because, again, there's work, there's a process with renewing the mind, there's a process with with getting those thoughts, just the way that you're used to thinking and doing, even about yourself. So I certainly, certainly understand and, and agree with you on the spiritual connection part. Um, any, anything you want to share? And you guys, remember the lines are open. Anything you want to throw out there about just, just, any topic, any subject, because I could keep going on with my questions. <laughs> now, no problem. I did want to add, because you mentioned, you, you said, um, you, you talked about realizing your purpose, 
accepting your purpose, and then you added putting that purpose into action. And I think a lot of times, for myself, you know, until recent, uh, a lot of us, we know our purpose. We The easy part sometimes is to realize our purpose. Say you want to be a chef. Okay, you realize, like, man, I want to be a chef. But a lot of times we don't accept our purpose. And then that, that's what keeps us held back because we don't accept the fact that we want to be a chef because we let life circumstances get in the way. So I've seen this, I think in my personal opinion that the second part, accepting that, is the hardest part. Because once you accept, okay, yeah, I want to be a chef, then you start putting everything into an organized action. And I always like to put organized in front of that action because today we have a lot of people that's taking a lot of different actions, but it's not always organized. That's pretty much a waste of time. I agree. I agree. I, I had to learn that the hard way because you have to really be organized and prioritize as well um, and, and do things in order um, to, to really get there. Otherwise, you'll find yourself burnt out or feeling that this is unobtainable, so to speak, for me. So I, I agree. Um, what was life like for you, as much as you want to share, uh, and the reason I want to bring this up because I think people need to understand that that phrase of making lemonade out of lemons. And sometimes we can find so much in the things that we go through if we would just determine what those things are, how they affect us, put them away, move on, find find the good in it, and move on. Because I feel personally that there's something you can get out of everything. So what was life like before? Um, before life being outstanding, are you coming to a point of acceptance and and uh, spiritually connecting and realizing, accepting your purpose? What was life like you like before for you? Oh, Tammy, that's a good question. Um, very <laughs> negative. <laughs> you know, it was very negative. Every aspect of my life was negative. Um, just like I just mentioned earlier, I had a lot of positive affirmation. Well, I had a lot of negative affirmation a long time ago. And it was pretty much destroying my soul. So, you know, I got to a place where I just chose to to change that process because I was at a point of just no return. And I never got to a point of suicidal thoughts. It never got that low for me. But I was pretty low. And, and it was just to a point where I was like, look, man, you've been negative for, you know, almost 30-plus years. So why don't you at least try to be positive? And, and I remember laying in my bed saying that to myself. And from that moment on, that's exactly what I, I that's what I, that's, I'm sorry, that's exactly what I started to do. I just simply started to try to be positive. And it took a process, you know, and I got to a point where I was saying maybe one or two things positive a day, then it turned into five or ten things, and then before you know it, I am where I am today. But it was pretty much a personal choice because I was tired of seeing the way my life was just going totally out of control, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It 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 does. Um I like the, what you said. So that you said to yourself, "You're tired of being negative, and you've been that. You had been that way, and so you said. So let me just try to be positive. It's so important to realize it, it is what you're doing for you out there. Because I had to do this for myself. Was it working for me? The way I was thinking, the way I was living, was it consistently working for me? And what I found that it was not. So the fact that you say, so let me at least try this this other thing. Let me try the opposite of this negative thing and see what I get from there. Um, we do have a caller. So let's okay, go right to the caller. Let's see here. 
And again, I'm pulling you in from your area code. In the last four, we have a caller from the 773 area code with the last four digits of 2881. You're on the air with us. Hey, how are you today? We're good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm actually Anthony's brother. And uh, everything both of you guys said I agree with because I'm going through what I was going through a thing, but... One thing you said as well, as far as loving the Lord and our God with all that heart, and I do that. So now, uh, I was going through a thing where I was a deacon in training, and I was seeing things in the church that wasn't right, you know, with my pastor and everything. But I started to let the Lord work on me and my spirit. And now I'm starting to see things with a spiritual eye. So now he's directing me and guiding me in a way to where I'm seeing things, I'm not getting upset like I used to anymore. I'm not, you know, trying to argue or fight. I'm starting to just know how to move around and, and still be, you know, seeking to be a better individual as well. So, you know, one thing my brother said as far as with the spirit in you as well, that is totally true because whatever spirituality that you have and you cease that moment and you and you let it work in you and on you, and you just let it direct your path in a positive way, it's going to work out. It, it, it will. Um, Anthony, this is, this is your brother. I do want to comment, but I want to give you first hand. Oh, oh I, I appreciate the support. I mean, bro, this is my bigger brother, so I'm looking up to him, man. The only time he get upset now is when I'm beating him in spades. So he is definitely <laughs> uh, true about that. <laughs> I got him later. But you know, that is, is, as we continue to grow, for me, as I continue to grow spiritually, um, I used to hear often that we need to to listen with kingdom ears and see with kingdom eyes, meaning see the heart and the good in those people, um, and then talk with kingdom words. And so, and we, you really don't understand until you get to a place. There's a whole. For me, I'm at a level of of experiencing God like unknown. I mean, it's it's really like having God with you all the time. To, to I was telling someone today, he'll he'll shut me up when I want to talk and make me talk or want to be quiet. And that's a beautiful place to be. So there there is such thing as kingdom eyes, kingdom ears, kingdom lips. And all of those things, and once we can tap into that level of it, it, we are, life is truly outstanding. Not perfect, not meaning that none of us talking about this, that we don't go through things, but it's a different way, different process of going through. That's right. That's totally correct. Mm -hmm. I've been there, and it is right. Absolutely. And, And if I can add, you know, I think, we're talking about prayer and meditation and whatever uh, faith system you believe in, a lot of us have a bad habit, including me. You know, when I say a lot of us, I'm always including myself. We do like the things like what we want. I want this. I want that. And a lot of times we have to understand it's never, and I'm going to repeat that, it's never about what we want. It's about what we need and what God needs in us. And once we understand that concept, things become a little bit easier. Right. 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 Well, why do you feel, um, and why do you feel, because it seems many people are, even though in spite of having so many things in the world, we can do, we can be almost anywhere um, within a couple of hours. 
We have we mm-hmm. can cook a meal in the microwave if, if that's the, their choice. You can go anywhere at any time. There's so much, and I call them distractions, but there's so much going on in the world. Why? And there seems to be so much that, that are at just uh, an arm's length, just to reach out. It's there. Why do you feel that many people are not really experiencing life as we know it now? Uh, because things are going so fast. And one thing, that one of my one word my co-hosts always like to use is that we're living in the microwave society. Everything is so sped up that sometimes we don't understand the concept of living now. We always worried about tomorrow. We're always thinking about the past, and we're never appreciate this moment right now. Like right now, I'm appreciating this moment with you and the fact that my brother took the time out of his busy schedule to call in. So I'm appreciative right now. I'm not thinking about tomorrow, and I'm not definitely thinking about my past. That's right. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Well, Big Brother, anything else from you? Um, actually, I just want to uh, uh, applaud you and my brother, and I'm going to support him. He's going to support me, but you as well. And, you know, I'm in my brother's corner, and he's he was showing me a few things that made sense as well, and I use it within to, to, to better me and my spirit as well. So, I mean, as long as it's positive and and it's helping you to move forward, I'm going to support you guys. Mm. All right. I appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. You know, Anthony, that's so wonderful to have um, when you have family in your corner that consistently – supports you, and I heard him say, as long as it's something positive, you know, it made me think think about this question. When you began to leave negativity, when you began, when you said, let me just try positive, did you lose some people along the way? <laughs> I lost everybody. <laughs> 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 my brother, my best friend. <laughs> Now, um, seriously, uh, seriously, now I talk about that a lot in the book. Um, um, I do have one best friend, uh, my, my guy John Harmon, and a couple of my other guys. But for real, I, if anybody knows my history here in Chicago, I used to be swarmed with a whole bunch of male friends, female friends, what have you. I mean, that that was I was always considered best, most popular, and in high school, and it kind of even extended and went to another level after high school. But after this transformation, literally, I can probably count maybe on both hands who I really have supporting me in my corner, and that, and that's mm-hmm. for real. So, yeah, absolutely I did. Absolutely I did. And you have to be ready for that because that's a part of the self-reflection phase, and I'm real big on self-reflection. We must do it. Right, right. And, and so people, for those of you who are listening, really hear that because, the the process of change and transformation it really is a process it is like yeah. over and over again and when i and i ask that question that question because um i i can relate i lost i mean just a, a people i would say people cuz I, I think true friends you never really really lose they might you know you might just kind of go away for a while and allow each other to mm-hmm. grow. But I lost a lot of points from my life. So, um, And I think that's needed. So if, if you're at a place in your life, Anthony, tell the people, I guess if they're at a place in their life where they're just don't feel they're experiencing life 
the way that they that we God has promised, um, and mm-hmm. that we deserve and ha- with purpose and passion. Um, explain that process. I know you said you lose some people, but explain some of the things that you went through besides losing people. Because I know mine, it was there were there were days and nights I thought, is my phone working? You know, <laughs> you know. But light and darkness, you can't. It's hard to 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 be around. I always say, if you're gonna stop smoking, you know, it's kind of hard. It will be hard to do if you continue to be around smokers. Drinking drugs, it's kind of hard to get over some things if you stay in the fire. Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, you said a mouthful, but to add to exactly what you're saying, that's exactly the process you're going to go through. It's a, it's a phase where no one is calling, you know, and even when you're calling for other people are reaching out, they're not responding. But we have to understand that's part of the process. It's, it's a lonely process. I, I take a quote from a. Uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, where he said, a true spiritual journey, we understand, a true spiritual journey is a lonely journey, and that's a quote that I live by through him. So we have to understand that process, and it's mandatory, it's mandatory, you know, that you do that, because once you self-reflect, you clean out and retrain yourself from some of the things that you've been um, brought up or some of the things you put in your own system, then you're, like, you're born again. You're starting to... Um, relive your life in a different eye and a different perspective. Just like my brother mentioned, he's looking at things through a different or another spiritual eye. A lot of people like to call that the third eye or the penile gland. And, you know, it might be getting a little too deep for people, but that's all about metaphysics and physical and biology that we have to start study. We have to appreciate science. And I talk about that in Chapter 2 when I refer to the title of the chapter, which is energy, learning to appreciate science and how it helps us evolve spiritually. Mhm. Mhm. We have a comment in the chat line um, from Tamika, and it says, "There is a process to progress. You will definitely mm-hmm. lose some along the way. So true. I mean, uh, you lose many, most. I found most. Uh, you <laughs> that's will lose. Yeah. That's that, so that's from our chat line. Um, I want to get kind of into, if you don't mind, the the some of the things that I saw on your site, and we've talked about a little bit of it, but the kings and queens, I think I brought it up on a show that I was listening to that you were on previously, but you talk about kings and queens, um, and so often I feel people base, men and women base a lot of their happiness on having someone in their life. Um, As we talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, when you go through that process, you lose some people. Um, just give us some some insight from you, without you know giving your book away. Um, so maybe talk about some of the things that you have on the blog where it refers to kings and queens. And as I mentioned, I love the statement you put on that you're very uh, well. That you love the statement played by Denzel Washington from Malcolm X. I'm very hard mm-hmm. on our women because they are the foundation of our civil civilization. But you mm-hmm. kind of change your 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 thinking or the way that you are addressing that. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah, that's my um, the blog that I actually just released today, uh, and that's title of that blog is Kings Taking Back Our Responsibility, um, because that's what we have to do, and, and goes back to understanding our history. And a lot of us don't even realize that we used to be kings and queens because and it's not all our fault because, you know, if you look at mainstream media, and I think I mentioned this on your show when you had um, Dale Davis on, that we've been programmed to not know 
that we were kings and queens because everything you turn on, you'll see somebody of another ethnic group that's portraying that they was the first kings and queens, and that's absolutely from, that's absolutely false. So for me, it was basically tracing back my history. So now I get in the habit of calling, you know, calling us kings, calling us queens, and then again taking on these type of topics that a lot of people don't want to talk about. But specifically, this last blog, I'm talking to the productive kings out here. There's a lot of us out here, but a lot of us stay behind the scenes. We don't want to come out and talk a lot or, or be about anything. For some, some of us, like kind of like the brother Dale Davis, he's in a positive format where he's always out doing what he can. We have to have more of that. We have to have more productive kings coming out to help and to be hard on our unproductive kings, to show them, like, look, man, I've been there. I know what you're going through, but there's no excuse. There's no excuse. You have to lift yourself up because we need you. We need you so that we can put our queens back on our back and live our true, true design. Right. I like what you say, be hard on them. So often I think we've come to a place where we are – a society of lies, and we don't deal with the truth. Because it's not, it doesn't mean what my truth about you is your truth, but if I love you and if I see something in you, again, like your brother brought up, um, and we went on to talking about kingdom ears, kingdom eyes, we should be able to sit down, especially with those people that we love, and express some things that we're seeing. But so often, instead of coming to you, then we will we will go to someone else, and no one ever comes to that person and says, "Listen, what's going on?" And and it's like we don't uh, like being being kings and queens. Are, it's not popular. Instead, mm-hmm. the more is the word wretched, and they say I say that wrong. The more <laughs> the more of that you are, the more accepting. Which is probably why you lose so many people when you when you go a different way because people are choosing darkness, choosing yeah. darkness choosing misery because they don't want to do the work or don't want to go through that transformation or maybe don't know how to, but you have to start. Just like you said, you said one night, I'm I'm tired of negative. Let me try positive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, I couldn't say it better. Uh, it's communication. Communication mm-hmm. is just not important in marriages or relationships. Communication is important in every relationship in our life. You know, if you're raising kids, just like how you see me and my brother was interacting, if you have a sister or aunt, it's, it's important across the board. We have to learn better ways to communicate with each other and accept constructive criticism without always getting so defensive. Again, we are the most competitive group of people probably in the world you know, that mm-hmm. go against each other so much. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, other ethnic groups, they they battle, they, they compete against each other, but they still understand their true design, whatever that is. If it's about being powerful, they do that. If it's about lying to other groups, they do that. They stick together. We don't do that. We compete right. against each other and call each other out our names, and we go all all over the place, and it doesn't do anything to divide us. Something that I've learned recently is that we are not the minority. We are the majority. We only mm-hmm. seem like that we're the minority because we're so divided. Right. And, you know, Anthony, you said compete, and we have to really understand and um, acknowledge when we are competing because it's so, it's so easy for us to do. And, again, this goes back 
to our times of slavery, we, we've been brought up with generational things that just have been embedded in us. So it goes beyond just what the word says, renew your mind and do not conform to this, to the patterns of this world. In addition to that, we have so much more to get over and to get through, and it's even more important for us to take those thoughts captive and really learn who we are and what things we have to eliminate because that competition thing, as I remember doing the, and I don't want to get off the subject, but uh, the we did a couple of series on the Willie Lynch letter, and when you really dig deep and go into some of the things that our ancestors went through, and I remember making a statement of, you know, even now when a woman, um, and I'm going to come back to what you said. I'm going to bring this back with a question to you based on something you just said. But think okay. of now, when women are pregnant, they tell us uh, what what we go through, how we feel. So does that child. So think of our our queens back then carrying child with child and and going through the things that they went through and then as far as competition there was so much competition between between them because there was so there was levels of slavery so they were made to compete with which each which each which each other and here we are now women i mean i wish women could see how much power we would have as one because i'm no better than one and what you go through, I may not go through and can help you through that, but there may be something that you don't go through that I'm going through that you can help me with. So nobody's going to be perfect 100%, but we, you're right. We don't get that. You said King's taking back our responsibility. Will you just give us a few things, again, without giving the book away? What are some responsibilities for Kings, in your opinion? Um, the first thing is learning how to love ourselves. That's the most important thing because a lot of us are out here doing things and, and making so many mistakes that we don't. It's obvious that we have a bunch of insecurities and fears and doubts that we're not loving ourselves first. Uh, once you learn and appreciate yourself first, and again, a lot of things become easy. So once you accept that, you love yourself now. Now, whatever condition you're in on the outside world, meaning that you may not have a job or you may have been in prison or whatever the case may be, you have to address those issues one by one. And your pace is your pace. We get so wrapped up in this microwave society that, you know, my co-host always mentioned that we think that if I'm going 100 miles an hour, that I have to, the next person has to go 100 miles an hour. If you can only accomplish things at two miles per hour, that's fantastic in your world. Do that. Do what you can one day at a time, one minute at a time, and one second at a time. But just stay persistent. Chapter 5 talks about persistence, how I used to have a habit of quitting. Now, imagine how hard it is to accept that. Imagine how hard it is to accept it. I was reading a book from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, and he talked about persistence. He talked about, and the first census, it was me. It cut me like a knife. I'm like, oh, man. You mean to tell me I got a habit of quitting? You know, it's hard to wrap your, you know, wrap my mind around that. But once I did, I, I started creating ways to get out of that habit. For example, what I did, I wrote ten things down that I quit that I that I stopped doing, and I went back to revisit those ten things and I completed them because that gave me a habit of keep on going no matter how hard it was. And before you know it, like today, I do my best and I pretty much don't quit anything. I try to finish it out to the end. 
So those are some ways I believe that a lot of kings can kind of start taking back some of their responsibility. And when I say a lot of kings always understand, I'm talking about me too. I don't want nobody to ever think that I got it all figured out, that I'm perfect. You know, I share information, you know, as I learn. You know, I, I have to realize that I know absolutely nothing. Whatever you think you know, you don't know. And go out and challenge yourself to learn something new every single day of your life. Right. Right. You know, Anthony, I share the same uh, with quitting. I realized that I, I would get caught up in the excitement of bringing it all together, and I would get so far, and something would keep me from going forward. So much so until I remember sharing with a friend, uh, this was a good number of years ago, that I realized that I would never, ever finish everything on my plate and that's how I mean that's how God revealed it to me in such a way to where you 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 love the process of getting to it like it could be I could absolutely love the meal but I would always leave something on my plate a little bit it was it and I started to realize that and it helped me to see that I too had that spirit of quitting and I don't know if it was out of fear or something would happen something but that is that is something um important just even assessing your life um, which that's what you said, that self-awareness, you really have to, to determine who you are and, and come to grips with that. Tamika in our chat line uh, also said about when we were talking about the truth, yes, we evade the truth and fear getting involved because most people are afraid of exposing their truth. That mm-hmm. has a lot of, a lot behind it, you know. Absolutely. And the more we don't expose it, what do you think about that, Anthony, about that comment? People fear. Uh, I mean, that's, that's absolutely true because I was there. I mean, I think we all go through that. We we don't want to expose ourselves, and and, some, and, and I think it's a a fine line with that because you don't want to expose yourself to the wrong person or the wrong group of people because it is unfortunately some people that will use that against us in a negative way. But what I learned is that once I understood that my per- my purpose was to be a spokesperson for men that's dealing with depression, to be a spokesperson for our culture, our community, then I, I no longer cared about what other people had to say. I understood that there's always going to be somebody who might not have the most positive thing to say about me, but I overlooked that because I understand I'm living out a more better, important, higher purpose. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Now let's get to our queens. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Can't forget about y'all. Indeed. <laughs> Can't forget about us. I, I read um, where I guess you were called a philosopher. And two, oh, I yeah, read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's. I mean, you know, just when I did my last relationship panel, a young lady mentioned that to me, and then like even when I was um, really aggressively dating, I guess you can call it. Um, I, I would have some individuals tell me that I was too direct. And I agree with them in the sense that I, I had to learn how to approach people with certain situations. And not saying that I would always do it in a mean way of being, you know, like, hey, you did that. But sometimes when somebody is going through something, sometimes the best thing to do is just simply listen. And I have to understand that. You know, you, we have to all understand it's important to listen without the intent of replying. And I never did. You know, a lot of times, if you, like, if me and you come to St. Tammy and you've got something really heavy on your heart and you're talking to me about it, because I'm waiting to reply, 
I'm really not listening to you. Now, that's a scientific fact. I'm hearing you, but I'm not listening because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my reply. I'm thinking about how I'm going to try to fix Tammy life, and all you really want is for me to listen. And that's when the conflict comes between a lot of men and women. So I had to try to retrain myself, reprogram myself to understand, to listen. And a lot of things, what I do is a good technique. As you talking to me, Tammy, and I'm really trying to listen, I close my eyes because that helps us focus sometimes. That's a form of prayer, a form of meditation, where you can just close your eyes and focus on what you're trying to hear. And that helps me listen to you. Then once you're through and you ask me my opinion, then I can really give you a clear, concise opinion. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you to give your clear and concise opinion of our black queens today, queens in general. Where, 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 uh, I mean, I, and I, and I, I really want to know because I am, I am very hard on women. I'm a woman, and right. I'm very hard. I feel like a lot of this is going on because um, there, there's just so much change that has taken place in women from the reality. And I know you mentioned some reality shows. I mean, from mm-hmm. reality shows to, and I'm, I'm probably going to step on some toes here, but I'm sorry, i got to keep it real, you know, Mm-hmm. Reality shows, scandal, people. I, I'm amazed at how many people just sit and watch and respond. And you have to realize what this is putting in in you. We mm-hmm. don't understand what what wow what settles in our spirit week after week after week. While you're trying to renew your mind, and then you're putting you know other stuff in, and I'm not saying you can't watch some things, I watch some stuff too, but to become addicted to it to the point where it's your life, you won't do anything else because that's the night that it comes on, but when it comes to reality shows, um, I remember seeing a few weeks ago, um, I guess a lady probably in her 60s, 70s or whatever, um, with this, and again, y'all, this is just my opinion, this is me, not judging anybody. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying, mm-hmm. there's no. I'm saying this because there's no way to 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 determine the grandmothers from the mothers, from the children, from um, the younger girls, because the grandmothers are looking like the mothers. The mothers are looking like the daughters. Everybody just blends in, um, and everything seems to go. We accept everything, anything. I had a guy, and, and then I want you to, to tell, tell, answer the question as best you want to. I had a guy tell yeah. me a couple of years ago, and I ended up having him on the show. But this guy, I, we were out, and this guy told me, um, it's okay because what you won't do, a hundred women will. And that mm. that bothered me so bad till I had to find this guy. Cause, and I ended up finding him, and I bought him back. We ended up talking for like two hours, probably a year later. And he was like, I can't believe you still remember that statement. Yes, because that cut deep. What you're saying is my sisters are going for anything. Because what I told him, you just met number 101. I ain't going. I ain't doing it. I ain't going. Um, right. Because it was so disrespectful. But right. what he said was on the show, he said, what I'm saying is women are putting up with everything. I don't. I don't. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to search out a woman. You know, they all flock to us. So what 
what do you, what's your opinion of black queens and what are some of the what are some of our responsibilities that we need to get back to? And I'm Woo! You you know how to ask the questions. You know how to ask the questions. Boy, 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 boy. Um, I said I'll take the heat like for it. it. <laughs> oh no, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, no, no. I'm joking. No, that's all right. Uh, the best way I can um, shortly describe it, and, and I want people to really go and check out my blog title, "Attacking Our Black Queens," because that gives a lot of information. Um, because I don't want to take up too much of my lot of time. But to um, further answer your question, in my world. And when I say in my world, the women that's involved in my life or around me, it's actually great because I attract great people, men and men and women. So, but overall, we do need help. Our sisters, our queens, do need a lot of help. But I'm not holding them accountable. I'm holding all of us accountable. It's all of us our responsibility. It's the kings and queens' responsibility to try to understand what our true design is. I'm no longer pointing fingers. You know, I might have did that in my past. Like, you know what, women be on this, women be on that. But, see, that gets us nowhere. You know, I am admitting that we are lacking some things, but notice I'm saying we are lacking some things. So we need to come together and try to fix these things. And and it's not all our fault. Like I mentioned before, a lot of things that we see on on mainstream everything, mainstream radio, uh, mainstream TV, is really what's helping to destroy our image. Now, a lot of people want to say, well, it's just entertainment, but we have to understand the importance of vision. What we see is what we're going to do. If we continue to see negative images, we're going to start to try to copy those negative images. It's just so obvious. All you got to do is just open your eyes and look outside. Everything you see on TV is what you're starting to see in the real world. So mm-hmm. a quick solution it's for us doing shows like this. The reason why I started my blog, you were so instrumental when you came on a couple of Fridays ago uh, on my Attacking Our Black Queen um, um, show, and you you hit a lot of stuff on the nail. You talked about a lot of different issues. You was the reason, you know, you was the main reason why the show went over 30 minutes, but this is the reason why I set up that venue so people can come on there and feel comfortable to start talking about what needs to be done. Now, we have solutions. Everybody got solutions. Everybody got information. But now we have to put all that and start getting organized action. That's the problem. We're not coming together and putting together organized action. You know, we all have this information. Information is so fruitful today. So my theory is that if you don't want to know the truth, you just don't want to know because the truth is there. There's no reason why you don't have to know what's going on with yourself or any other culture or our culture. You just choose not to read or look it up for yourself. So now that we have all this information, we have all these solutions, let's start trying to put this stuff into an organized action plan. And that's the best way I can answer it without, you know, being too hard on anybody. Right. Good answer. Good answer. Safe answer, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, you know, the the compete, I, it came when you were talking about me back when you saying coming together and pulling together. There's so much going on, and there's so many people trying to do things to to change the lives of people so that they get to a place where they feel life is outstanding. Because you guys, we can't continue to seek and serve God and not be changed if we don't. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not changing, and again, Anthony said everybody's pace is different. Um, as long as you're doing and you're you're going through the process, um, but you said earlier about competing with one another. It seems as though even like with the blog talk, you do a show, 
I do a show. Mm-hmm. Some people might think it's crazy for us to be right, for, to ha- you know what I'm saying, because that could be taken away. But there's no way that Butterfly Evolution can reach every person in this world. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. way that your show can can reach. So together, we could reach a multitude of people because now your listeners are going to come in and they may get something, vice versa. I got a lot from your show, the shows that I've listened to. But there is mm-hmm. no competition. If you are safe and mm-hmm. comfortable and, and life is outstanding, when you get to a place of peace and contentment with yourself, that's to me when you want to get, I mean, I get to the point I wish I could bottle the way I feel up and give mm-hmm. it away for free. Please skip all the mess that you're going to go through. Just here, it works. Take it. But oh, yeah. people see that and they almost see your joy and your peacefulness and your, your sense of contentment as threatening, mm-hmm. or there's some sense of competition to where if I share a little bit this with little bit with you, you might get there first. Where it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who gets there first. So it goes back mm-hmm. to when you said stop. You know, we need to stop looking at each other as competition. And so often yeah. we do that in in many areas in our marriages, in our relationships, on the job, in our families. And you can't get to a place, in my opinion, of having life a feeling life is outstanding when you're holding, when your hands are closed, your heart is yeah. closed, when you're wanting Absolutely. to get it all first but not really doing anything to get it. Absolutely. Tammy, you reminded me of a show I did a couple Mondays ago, and I, I was just telling my story about, you know, where I am today, and I guess a young man was listening, and then he chimed in after I had got off the air and said that I was giving away the guy code or telling too many secrets of the men. And, you know, I I didn't even comment on it because I think the young lady said, oh, it sounds like he was helping people and, um, and like, you might just be hate. And that's not even the aspect I wanted to take from that. It's just time for us as men and women, you know, what is a guy code? What is a man code? What is a woman code? It's time for us to get out of that because that's another thing that's keeping us in competition among each other. You know, our universe is fruitful. It's mm-hmm. plenty out here for everybody if right. we stop thinking about this competition among each other. You know, one thing right. I talk about in my book, Chapter 9, is gratitude, the law of gratitude. When you start understanding, even when you have a low-energy day, you don't really feel like maybe, you know, doing as much as you normally would want to do, but you take the time to simply call or text somebody or email somebody just to say, how are you doing? Is there anything that I can do for you? When you start becoming grateful and learning how to help others, and that's when you receive everything from our wonderful universe in abundance. We have to understand that. And this is not this is not nothing I'm making up. Do your own research. Like again, study science, understand how this stuff goes, because this is all tied into each other. The law of gratitude, understanding how fruitful our universe is, understanding the importance of not competing among our own. Because we are all right. one. We are all one. Right. We have a caller. Let's pull our okay, caller great. in. I'm gonna while I pull the caller in, I am going to check the chat line as well. So I'm gonna pull our caller in first. We have a caller from six seven eight with the last four digits of nine seven five nine. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hi, Tammy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. This is Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> listening to you. And the brother talk, you know what I mean? I've really been enjoying myself. Um, one thing that I wanted to say to you 
is that I don't think that you're being too hard on the sisters. I think that you just have, uh, should I say, um, the best, um, the best that you want to you want to see them do better. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it irks you because you know that women are capable of doing more than they are doing. So mm-hmm. you preach the same or the same sermon because you want your sisters to tighten up. So I don't think right. that, you know, you're being too hard. I think that you just see them in a certain light and you know that they can be there. And it, you right. just want to help them get there. Right. You know? Thank you for that because, and, and not only that, but I see our young girls and y'all, it is, when I tell you, when you see, I wish, I wish there was some way, gosh, I, I personally wish I wish there was some way for for kings, for men, for fathers to see how much pain our young girls are going through. They don't want the money. And when you talk, and that's why when, when Anthony, you brought up kings taking, taking back their responsibilities, there's so much as women that we need from men, whether it's our man, our husband, our brother, our uncle, our cousin. There's so much that we need from you all because that's just the order of it. We we are we've stepped into in my opinion, we've stepped into a place and I'm gonna say this, where we don't necessarily belong. I, I mm-hmm. mentally, emo I'm gonna say me, emotionally, this we just we are different. We are different. And that's God that's not Tammy. We are different. That's God's doing. And so when I see young girls cry I mean, not everyone cry basically for the same reason. They say, I just want to know my dad. I just want to know that he loves me. That tells mm-hmm. you there that there's, there's order to kings and queens. There's a, there's a way. So you're right, Bo. It's just, and I wish that I could save women, but I know I can't. I could just share my life experience and say, look, don't make the mistakes. Don't do this. But we can't, of course. But I feel, though, as parents, as women, we can do better with holding each other accountable. So can so can kings when we see Absolutely. women, mothers, not, not – because there used to be a time, regardless, if the man is there or not, we still going to have order in this house. I'm not going to be at the club while you doing what you need to be doing here. I'm 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 gonna be right here parenting regardless. We've lost that sense of parent, that mothering, nurturing sense. Because again, I feel like it was a time where that didn't matter. So thank you for that. Um and I and I, I received that and accept that. So Anthony, take over on that one. <laughs> no, I mean he's absolutely right. Thank you thanks for the call in, brother. Um yeah. it's not about you um being too hard on the on the women, Tammy. It's the same thing, the same approach that I'm trying to take as far as being a little hard on our kings, you know, because I understand that a lot of things are not their fault because of the, the way the system is set up. I understand that, you know, our prisons are being built and they're meant for us to be in them, and education system is, has never been made for men. We have to understand that our education system is built for females. Think about it. It's female teachers, female principals, Every other blue moon, you might get a male male teacher or male principal. So it's a kind of a conflict. We need to have more male teachers, more male principals in our education system to bring back that authority figure 
to our younger men. So it's a right. it's a it's a it's a big problem out here, and we need to address these things, you know, one by one, and do as best as we can. Like um, you know, when you had Dale on the other day, and he was talking about changing changing your world as much as you can, one thing at a time, whatever little you can do. I like that movement because that's the truth. You know, by this brother just right here, just calling in, making his comment. By you sharing your platform with me, we're doing whatever we can, little by little, to try to make a positive change for our culture, which will, in fact, make a, a positive change for our kids in the future. I, I agree. Can I, I agree. Can I, can I, can I say something? Can I say yeah, something? Just sure. to piggyback, piggyback on a little bit of what, of what Anthony is saying. Um, um, to me, this is to me, you know, I'm not a female basher. I'm not a male basher. I'm speaking from life experience of 44 years. Um, to me, it goes back to women humbling themselves to be women and letting a man be a man. Because back in the back in the older days, when that man got out there and worked and took care of his family and bought that bread home, whatever he said in that household, mama went by. You understand what I'm saying? Nowadays. You got females that want to be men. They want to be the head of the household. They want to tell you know tell a brother he out there busting his rump, and then he get home, she gonna tell him, "I ain't cooking tonight. You better get you some McDonald's." You know what I'm saying? It, and then when that dude ain't there no more, then there's no father or authoritative figure in the house to to curb the children, to raise them like they should go. You understand what I'm saying? Me myself, I'm gonna spell. I, I ain't gonna spell around. I'm gonna bust mine. I'm gonna beat them behind if they do something wrong. That's just me. But that's how my well, I'm still living. My mama beat me a many days. My daddy beat me a many days, boy. And trust me when I tell you the respect for people. I look at it right here in Atlanta where these these, these three kids jump on this eighty year old man and beat him and robbed him of his wallet. Now had they been raised right, they would they would respect it whatever his name was and they'd have left that man alone. You understand what I'm saying? Today's society have gotten away from being respectable elderly people and of themselves because there is no father figure in the house because mamas yeah, in the street, mamas want to run the show instead of being humble women that they should be. You understand what I'm saying? That's what's pushing the man out there in the street searching for this or searching for that because yeah, man, we're not emotional at all. We're physical. You understand what I'm saying? But if you ain't listening to me and letting me be the man because I got testosterone, you understand? I got a I got a chip on my shoulder. Let me know, hey, I'm a man. You understand what I'm saying? These things swinging between my legs ain't here for no reason. Let me be a man. Let me be strong. Let me be dominant. Let me protect my family. That's what makes me, you know what I'm saying? Feel like a man. But if you telling me, you know, put them in a cup, I'm gonna be the man today. You know what I'm saying? Wear your jeans and you wear my skirt, and tomorrow we can switch up. That ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work. You know, so when, Anthony mentioned, these, when when Anthony mentioned that the women are. Every, you know, women are in the school system, the principals, there's more teachers. I actually wanted to mention that they're also in the home. They're heading the home. And, you know, when, when right. I'm pulling it all together, exactly. life will be outstanding if we, Anthony's brother came on early. I don't know if you heard that. And, and, and Anthony mentioned earlier about, you know, tapping, tap, getting to know himself spiritually or, you know, learning more about himself spiritually and about God. You know, once we do that, you have to. That's why I say we can't seek we can't seek God and seek righteousness and all that and don't change. And as Anthony mentioned, 
that's what brought him to this point where life is outstanding. Because, again, we want to do it our way. And if we're, I know when I'm trying to do it my way, Anthony, I'm sure you agree, it, it just it does it doesn't work. It is like being in the hospital on the heart monitor, on under the life monitor, where you you have life for a while. You, you know you got the wave going, and it just lines out, and it does that consistently. So you feel like a yo-yo. So we I, I agree with you, but we we've gotten so so far away from everything, and that's what I meant when I said right. about you know women. There's just we're designed differently. But you know, we bought we buy into this world, which like we we bought up about reality shows and all that. We buy into everything they put before us. Music. We talked a little bit about that, Anthony, last week. Uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. disagree with us, Anthony, about that music stuff. But oh yeah, that's the case. <laughs> um, but we we got into that because again, so the microwave world, so many distractions, and we buy into it till we become a thoughtless generation you know we even talked about children young children being able to uh attack people murder people that look like their grandmas and grandpas exactly so we've got how can life be outstanding how with with all this going on unless we pull together and do what we're doing tonight and don't let it stop there for you listeners go out and check out anthony's blog i spent probably an hour, actually I went on there several times today, looking at the things that he's doing. He's in Chicago. We we know what's going on in Chicago. If life yes, was outstanding for those people, that our young pe- children, we, we I mean, what are we doing? We talk about it, but what are we doing? We should be on buses going to Chicago by the numbers, the way we're losing mm-hmm. kids there. So we can sit and talk all day, but what are you doing even in your home? Forget about outside of your home. What kind of parent are you in your home? What kind of aunt are you for your nieces? I just had a friend tell me, you know, I realize I do everything for people on the outside, but I have cousins and nieces in my family that need my help. So if you can't start, there's always somewhere to start. Oh, yeah. Most people ain't going to do nothing, Sammy, if it ain't happening in their front door. If it ain't mm-hmm. came to their house, then it's, they feel like it's not their problem because okay. that's the society how the society has become. If it ain't happening up in here, then I ain't gonna worry about what's on the outside of that door. And that's how if we don't start we, doing something. It, it's reset. gonna be. It is going to be up mm-hmm. in there. Really, it is yeah. coming to everybody's front door. So, of course, of course. Yeah. You know, and I like to, I like to, I like mm-hmm. I like to say oh that um that uh it's 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 not only that. You know what I mean? Fathers, us as fathers, you understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm myself included. Us as fathers, we got to take back, you know what I'm saying? Take back that, that, that ownership of being a father, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. of of raising, of raising children. Like I said, I, you know, I don't stutter out. I don't beat mine. They get wrong. My son, 21, he'll be 22 tomorrow, his birthday. You know what I mean? And my son mm-hmm. moved to Atlanta from Florida where he was, you know, down there doing the, the blood and the crip thing or whatever you want to call it. And when he got up here to me, you know, he was like, yo, Dad, you know what I mean? I want to work on my music. I, I said, son, you got 12 credits and you 21 years old. You need to get back in school and, you know, try to get your education, get your GED or something. Oh, that ain't what I want to do. I just want to chill with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Work on this music. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm going to get me a job. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I bust my mixtape. I said, home where? 
listen, if you don't get no job, you got 30 days to get your job, 60 days before I see your first check. After that, bro, you're going to beat that dough down. You understand what I'm saying? So after them 60 days, you know what he told me? Well, I ain't got no job. I said, son, I watch you sit up in here and sleep all day long, stay up all night with your laptop, putting mixed CDs out on Facebook and Instagram and all that. You understand me? Every morning I got up and went to work. You laid in the bed. I didn't say not damn word. I said, because you know why? I was marking the days down. I said, now today your day. He told me, oh, you can't make me leave. I've been here over 30 days. I said, if you take this upper cup and this overhand, you can stay. I bet you he left. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to pay for the play with now one of mine, Tammy. You understand me? Well, I had to go through hell and hot water to get you here and to take care of you. And now that you done got a lot of age on you, you want to swell up on me and tell me what you're going to do in my house? That ain't happening. You see, the most fathers take that. That was, that was how under King's responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, brother, 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 brother Bo is definitely, you know, that's what he's doing. That's exactly what more of us need to be doing. And I, I'm, I'm glad I'm listening to him and, and, and mentioning the fact that he's from Atlanta because I just want to briefly talk about something that I'm trying to put together with a group of women from Atlanta. We're going to start doing traveling workshops, and we're going to start um, going to some of these stricken communities to find out exactly what the problem is because a lot of times if you're not really in these communities, you only assume what the problem is. So we're going to go in these communities uh-huh. um, in Chicago and Atlanta for right now, and we're going to see what they need, and then we're going to try to provide those resources as much as possible. And I think I'm supposed to come down there January 31st, and I'm going to keep passing that information along. And I just got to follow the young lady from New York who wants to participate. So that will be really huge, Chicago, Atlanta, and New York. And then hopefully I'm going to reach out to somebody from California. So little by little we're going to try to do that. But, Brother Bo, you're speaking a lot of truth, man. And, and, hey, man, and although, I appreciate it, man. And although it may, just, it may just seem like some, it's only going to happen if it's coming at certain people's front door, brother, just keep speaking the words you're speaking, man. And you never know who's of listening course. to this show and who's listening to you and who life you might change with that motivation. You know you know, you know know what, Anthony? Every, you know, I work in a barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. and, and stop, Breeze. And every day, bro, I see young cats coming now. You know what I'm saying? I don't judge them because their pants be down to the back of their ankle. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. judge them because they got the size tipped and they had nappy on the top. I asked him what that was. He said, it's called a good ugly. I said, boy, I've never seen good ugly. You know what I mean? But I, I, I try to get on, on their level. You know, and when they sit in my chair, bro, I give it to them all, all you know, hands and foot, you know, and I give it to them. Life, you know, and I've I've even heard you know, young girls, you know, some that have that have you know become gay tell me say, well, Bo, my daddy wasn't in my family when I was growing up. We one number my old girl, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, and then my old girl had a girl, you know. So the trick that she learned from seeing her mama, this this is what she accepted, and this is what she took on, because most females, they first love is their daddy. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, well, a, a female her first love is her father, and if he ain't in the home. Because he's either been run off, because a brother will stay. You understand what I'm saying? If he being mm-hmm. treated right. I'm sorry. I just got to say that. A brother will stay if he being made to feel like he's that king. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. know that it ain't no different kind out there. I ain't seen none that was sideways. You understand what I'm saying? We all know that it's the same. It's just the faces change. But if you making me feel like a king and you letting me know that I have, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 
that male, that male clone stamina in this family, I'm not going nowhere because I have no reason to go nowhere. Then we can raise these kids like they're supposed to. But like I said, when the young girls come in there and their pants be lower than the dudes, you know what I'm saying, they're getting cut with waves and temps and this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying, and they get up, and I, don't, I can't tell because of a sports bra if she a girl or a dude, it's a problem. You understand what I'm saying? It's a problem. And I was like, dang, what's going on with you? Oh, my daddy with me and my family. My mama was my mama and my daddy. My mama had a girlfriend, so, hey, I got me one. You know what I mean? And it's all right. They accept. They, I mean, yeah. it, that's all right. And I look at them, and I'm be like, wow, such a beautiful young girl, man. You ain't, you ain't know what life is all about. You ain't haven't done anything to know what hurt is and what life is all about yet. You adapted the concept because that's what you was raised up around. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever read the Bible? I said, can you say John 3.16? You ain't got a paper this haircut. She said, John 3.16. I said, no, the scripture. She said, I don't know that. You know what I mean? It's sad, man. It's sad. Yeah, well, maybe you guys connect since, uh, and Anthony, I didn't realize you were going to be going around because look up look up Memphis. Don't don't forget us because uh, oh, yeah. we, we got a lot of things going on in here, going on here as mm-hmm. well. And, you know, you guys, as we as we try to work to come to a close, um, you know, again, there are so many. Just to tell, just to tell you how our mind and the thought process works, there are so. I, I often hear people say, you know, it's just fulfillment of the Bible. It's just fulfillment of the Bible. There's so many things. There's there's over three thousand, I believe, promises that come with. Seeking and serving God. There's, but of course, that something comes with that. You seek righteousness, obedience. We so so many people just want to lean on God knows my heart, so that they could do what they want to do. You're right. God knows your heart. You're right. God knows your heart. But what do we focus on? We focus on it's just fulfillment of the Bible. But that's because of our choices and what we do. It's like the word says that He will turn us over. Oh, did we lose Tammy? Hello? We lost her. Oh, it sounds like we might have lost Tammy. But, yeah, I'm sure she'll get back. I'm both and thinking about okay. this thing. They think something's wrong with them because life mm-hmm. ain't that outstanding over here. You know, they <laughs> think we're crazy. We we are light and light and darkness does not work together. The, you mm-hmm. turn on the smallest candle in the darkest room, that light is light. It does not go away, although there seems to be more darkness in this big room. So we have to work together and start doing something and connecting in every city, in every state, because there's no reason that our young people should not grow up thinking life is going to be outstanding when I get 21. Mm -hmm. They have no hope for that because they don't see their parents living an outstanding life of joy and happiness and peace. So thank you both for your comments. Anything, um, and Anthony, I can make sure that that you connect with Bo when you get ready to go down to being that you have a conversation. I think that would be a good for kids. Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. absolutely. I I got family down there, so we definitely connect. Okay. Yeah, he can come through there. He can schedule so he can come through there on a Saturday. Uh, it'd be packed on a Saturday. There'll be nothing but some youngsters up in there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He, I mean, he can lay down a law like he's preaching out the Bible, and they're going to listen. Because this is a good set of kids. But like I say, you know what I'm saying, some of them 
You know what I mean? They got other hidden agendas. You know, we be knowing, but as long as they don't do that right in that shop, because ain't no everybody in my shop older than thirty five. We don't even play it. You know, you ain't okay. finna come there and make make nobody feel uncomfortable. You know, so like I said, so you know, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna give you a number. Right, so that we can link. Okay. Anthony, do you have anything for both? Oh, no, we definitely going to connect. I'm going to try to get them. You on Facebook, bro? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, oh, yeah. okay. I'm actually one of my friends on Facebook. I'm uh, I'm, I'm uh, with the book, Fly Evolution. So outside of getting your your um, your your number, I'm going to just connect with you on Facebook. We definitely going to be in touch, man. Once we get everything more organized with what we're trying to do down in Atlanta and Chicago, Possibly New York again. Tammy just mentioned Memphis. We definitely gonna slowly but surely get everything organized to come that way, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. I, I, I really, I really, my heart goes out to you know, what I'm saying y'all up there in Chicago. You know, every day we look at the news. You know, one of the cats from uh, in my shop. You know, he's from Mississippi, but he lived in the shop. You know what I'm saying? And man, would tell mm-hmm. me like 500 people, innocent people, that been killed, that been that been killed. You know, and, and and you know, less than you know, few months. You know what I mean? And the last, the last I heard was like a three year old baby or something got shot. And I was like, what is going on up there, man? And he was like, uh, it's the gangs, man. It's the gangs. You know what I mean? And I just don't see why. You know what I'm saying? They don't do something that. that I mean, I'm a I'm a fan of Obama, but I believe he just need to just put his feet down and say, look, we're going to here and just do this, man, because we got to save these people's life. Innocent people are dying, bro. And like I said, my heart go out to y'all up there, bro. Y'all in there, cause if it was me, I'd have been unpacked up everything and gone. For real. <laughs> I heard that, bro. I heard that. We gonna work it out, fellas. I appreciate it, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, bro. Are you welcome? Good. Good. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you know, it's amazing that your book is about life you know, being being outstanding and really embracing life, and you see how much you can get out of a topic um, because that's, that you know, your title, I think, was really, really um, great, a great pick because you can take that and go so, so many different directions with it, wanting that end result, life being outstanding. So I know you said you kind of got that in a wham, but, you know, that's that's just a God move. Just a God yes, move. Absolutely. Absolutely it is, yes. Oh, I d I don't take granted for that at all. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Absolutely. So Yep, so let me check. We have um let's see. This is uh this is Tamika out in the chat line. She says, I'm hard on women too. We must hold each other accountable and be examples of queens instead of feeding bitterness. And I'm talking about queen queen bees. We are we are failing these young ladies, and and goes back to what we were saying as well. We each, as kings and queens, have to be accountable. And one way I feel, Anthony, to do that is like you were saying, self awareness, and know who you are. Know who you are. So many people are just running through this world. Um, going from one thing to the next, depending on what comes out. You know, like with this iPhone, I cannot believe how many people just was waiting on that with all this going on in the world. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, it's, just, it's just beyond. So um, 
Let's see. I, Anthony, anything else you have? I wanted to kind of just end with a few. I have some, some verses that I wanted to give out. Um, tell us, just make sure everybody gets your information again, uh, what you're mm-hmm. doing, what nights you're on as far as the radio show, because I know we're, we're coming to about an hour and a half now. we got about a little, little less than 15 minutes under that. So just kind of give okay. out your information again, how they can get on your site, the blogs, mm-hmm. and all of that information, the, the nights that you do your radio show as well. Okay. Well, um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to tonight's show, first of all. And thank you, Tammy, for this wonderful opportunity. Um, you can contact me, um, anthonydcollins.com. Um, you can check out my blog there. You can also see my upcoming events. I keep it uh, updated every 24 hours so you know what I'm doing and what i got going on. As far as the Anthony and B. Fly show with my wonderful um, co-host, Bianca Fly, we're on every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then for me personally, I do a show every other Friday, which, is, which in fact I'm doing a show this Friday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to talk more about my recent blogs, Kings Taking Back Our Responsibility. This is a venue um, where I, I just really talk about the comments that I received about this blog, talk about the reason why I wrote this blog, and um, I let people come on and voice their opinions, their dislikes, their likes, or whatever the case may be. So uh, tune in to that show, and we'll definitely have a great time as well. And basically, I just want to leave everybody with the sense of just knowing, like, again, do what you can. Work as hard as you can and, and let everything else, you know, take its place. You know, it's never it's never a place to give up, never a place to give up anything that you want to accomplish in life. Live your dreams now. Believe me. If I can't, anybody can. I don't have any special skills. I'm not a special person. I just chose to take the time to live my dreams out and understand exactly what my purpose is and accept that and then start putting everything into an organized action. If you need any help doing so, you can contact Tammy or contact me um, on my contact page or on Facebook. You can find my um, public figure page. You can find me at Twitter at, at, at Anthony D. Collins. So um, that's it. And, Tammy, just thank you again. I'm really appreciative for this. And the book is going to be released in January, correct? Yes. Oh, the book. I'm sorry. Life is outstanding. The book will be <laughs> just released January of 2014. Um, hey. Get it, you know, it, 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 it'll help anybody. You know, we have to have a target audience because that's just what it is in the literary world. So the target audience and description of my book is saying anywhere between 25 and 50. But I truly believe that this book is for anyone um, that's trying to change they, their life from a negative circumstance into a positive circumstance. Understand, my life is not perfect. I still have daily challenges, but I choose to live through those daily challenges in a positive way. That's the most important thing. So, you know, check that out. Um, you can find out more information again at anthonydcollins.com about my book, about the interviews I coming, I got coming up, about the events that I'm starting to do. And as soon as we finalize everything with these traveling workshops, I'll be posting that on my website as well. So um, support us. Support our own. That's what we got to do. And before I have one more question for you, mm-hmm. you post Anthony's thoughts or Anthony thoughts, right? Can you tell Absolutely. me one of one of your favorites? Because I have Ooh, a favorite. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Let me see. Give me one second. Just give me a second, Steve. I can look it up real Let quick. Let me tell you one of mine while you while you're looking. Sacrifice, okay, go ahead. sacrifice is de- deadly if it compromises your happiness. Oh wow. I, okay. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I, 
see. One of my favorites, man. You call me off guard with that one. That's okay. Yeah, actually, because um, I'm scrolling through them. But you know what? Here goes one that I really do. I, I'm taking that I'm taking King to respect comes when we learn to learn how to respect ourselves first. Those are Anthony thoughts, and, and I do little simple things like that. Just simply little thoughts because a lot of times we don't have time to read a whole bunch of stuff. Because in the morning I post a long one, but then like throughout the day I post a little ones like that, and on my website I change it up as well. So um, yeah, this is something. Um, real quick before we get out of here, that I started when I used to be um, a co-host on the Laugh and Tears show with a wonderful friend of mine, uh, Rashida Buffet Lucas, and we had a show called, like I said, called the Laugh and Tears show, and it used to be called Breezy Thoughts, but I would give it in the beginning of the show just kind of just different thoughts about what I thought was going on. But as I transitioned, and she transitioned into her comedian um, lifestyle more, we ended that show, and then once I started writing the book, I had to change my name from Breezy to who I actually am, which is Anthony, so people can know where to buy the book from. They'll be looking for Breezy, and the book is not titled Breezy. It's titled Anthony D. Collins. So I changed it from Breezy Thoughts to Anthony Thoughts, and that's where all that came from. Um, another great quote real quick, always live your dreams no matter what. That was another quick Anthony Thoughts. And tell me, man, you have really done your research. I appreciate that. That really makes me feel, that's like my wow moment. I love it when I come to somebody's show and they actually sometimes know more about me than I do. I appreciate <laughs> that for real. <laughs> I have to do it. Cause I, I mean, because I want to learn, too. And, I, I'm, I mean, really, I'm telling you, I have just become a fan of your postings, and they really have motivated me to to just, not that I wasn't doing, you probably just made me more tired, added more on my plate, but that's what it takes for us to get there. And, yes, and you, even to see, I remember seeing how many, how many, um, um, I guess you'd call them hits or whatever, how many people have, have been on there just in the little time you launched. And that's just yes. because of your, the work. And, you know, we were talking before the show, and I asked him, do you sleep? Really, do you sleep? Can you send me some of what you're on? Because I need some. <laughs> because he is always posting. So check him out on Facebook. Those of you who are on Facebook, uh, go to the site. You can make comments there. You can read. It's just it's a great, it's just great. So it's, it's motivating, and that's what we need. We need to start feeding off of one another and mm-hmm. Not competing because that has gotten us nowhere. It has gotten us nowhere. People look what's going on around us. So, Absolutely. log into his site, prepare to to get his book. And Anthony, what I'd like to do when your book comes out and you do your, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're probably going to do a show on it. Um, mm-hmm. On behalf of Butterfly Evolution Show, I want you to do a drawing that night, and uh, we want to give away a book on your show. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely, we will. Thank you. Absolutely, I will. No Let's problem. Do that. So, and of course, I want to get a copy as well. But uh, we'll just we'll stay in touch because if you're going to be going around, I really would like for you to come to Memphis uh, as well. Maybe when we get set up with Dale with the life with uh, unlimited education as well. So it has yeah. been a, a show. I'm, yeah, you can add. I still got time, so we can go as long as you want to go. Oh, I'm okay. going to stay on a little bit after you leave off. Anyway, I want to really give give those verses out. Okay, that's great. I have a few more minutes, but yeah, I did connect with Dale. I've actually already talked to Dale on the cell phone, and he's um, going to actually be on a, on my next conference call with the people that I've connected with in Atlanta. So that's already in the making. And like I okay, said, great. I mentioned, 
I got in contact with somebody from New York, uh, Miss Yumiya Cruz, who I uh, really, she mentors me a lot spiritually. And um, I, I'm going to pull her in on probably one of the conference calls once I get more familiarized exactly when and what we're trying to do. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, and that's just, of course, I mean, it's just about just connecting with people. If you say Memphis is, is in, then Memphis is in. So it's just the people that that's reached out so far. It's from Chicago, uh, Atlanta, and, and New York. But, yes, of course, it's not, hey, I, hopefully I, my vision is to be able to have a representative from each state. And yes, and that's what they're saying. When is your conference yes. call? Is it open? For, when's your conference uh, call? Yes. Yes, um, it's um, October 26th. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, go to this group. Or we can connect do, um, afterwards if you want, like later on before that. Yeah. I'm a, um, it's October 26th, um, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'll give you the conference call information and all that. And then off the air, I'm going to introduce you and add you to the group and just let them know that you're interested in at least participating in the next conference call just to see if this is something that you will be interested in doing on a, you know, on a full-time basis with. Okay. And what part of New York are you going to be in? I don't even know yeah. that because we just kind of like briefly went over and she was explaining to me like how she know how to get um, venues for real cheap. She was even saying she can get venues for like, Twenty dollars an hour and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh yeah, we definitely got to come if that's all it costs. So I don't have the full details of that. Like everything is just literally groundbreaking. Everything okay. has just really started. We just had our first conference call two Saturdays ago. Then when I brought Dale in and I explained that to him because he's more in depth with it. He's been doing it quite a while, but he said, man, sounds great. I want to at least listen and see if we can kind of combine what he got going on in Florida. So. You know, and I forgot about Florida because he's in Florida. So we got that link in Florida, Atlanta, and possibly New York, and with you in Memphis and here in Chicago. So, hey. Right. That's and that's is. where um, Rodney Jordan is from as well, the guy who wrote the book Tired of Being Black. You know, he's, a, okay. he's out of New York as well. That's the show you okay. called in last week. He's out of New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so he's a coach, school teacher, coach. Um, and wrote that book. So that's why I was asking what part of New York, because it may, may be something that he can work out with you guys doing something at the school if you're in that area. I know New York is big, but the way God works, he can put you right there where they are. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We don't meet for no strange reason. Nothing is a coincidence. We all meet for reason. Exactly, exactly. So, well, thank you. Um, I'm going to, and I know if, if you if you have to leave, go ahead. Feel free to do so. Okay. I know you have a have to get out of there, but I wanted to just okay. kind of leave um, some scripture with the, some verses with a few of with the people that we have still listening. We still have quite a bit out there, so I'm gonna still give those out. Do you need to jump out now? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and jump out. But again, I want to so thank, thank everybody you. Thank for your you. time. And Sammy, I'll be in touch with you off the air. You already know that. And like I said, I'm a fan. Like, a lot of times I listen to your show, you might not even know because I don't press one or I listen online, but I'm a fan of media, especially anything that positive. So you keep doing what you're doing no matter what anybody else say because I'm here to support you any way that I can, and thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much, and we'll be in touch. Okay, we will. Take care. Thank you. We're not going to be on much longer, you guys. I just wanted to really give these out. But as we talk about life being outstanding, and I'm so glad um, Anthony – brought it out right away because I did not I did not ask him spiritually where he was 
um, in his walk. So I wanted to give out a few verses because we go through so much. And, again, we, we cannot leave without, you know, Ephesians 6 and 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, you know, not only that, you know, so many people, we focus on that, but I've been digging deeper. And after that, God says, the word says, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Okay? Verse 14 says, having girded your waist with truth. We talked about truth tonight. Truth, not just our truth, but you got to know the truth in the word as well, which means you have to read it. So many of us are not experiencing life being outstanding because we are so disconnected spiritually. We're so disconnected. We can find time for everything else. But unless we connect in whatever spiritual is for you, um, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, we rarely hear people talk about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Instead, we we really focus on, oh, well, I can't be perfect. Well, I can't be expected to do this. I can't be expected to do that. When God says pick up your cross and follow me daily, not saying that he's expecting you to be perfect, but he's not wanting us to stay where we are either. I love the fact if you can visualize a 10-year-old with a bottle or a pacifier in his or her mouth, what would you think? So we shouldn't be 10, 12-year-old Christians still acting like we did when we just when we when we found who we are spiritually. So it goes on um That's verse 14, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And then Matthew 6 and 33, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If we do that, we will be able to, as I close, James 1 and 2 tells us, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you you know it says that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, not lacking anything. So mature people don't walk around. That's the same thing I said, 10-year-olds with a pacifier in their mouth. So that we may be mature, complete, not lacking anything. But there's something that comes with that, just as it something comes with getting to a point, to a place where life is outstanding. Because that's what we Again, not saying that perfect, no, everything's not perfect in my life. I have my days, but I choose to go against Tammy, the old Tammy, myself, my flesh, because that was, as Anthony said earlier, negative wasn't working for him. So he said, let me try, let me try positive. So I had to try something else. And I tell you, I found myself just talking to God yesterday as I was driving, saying, you know, God, this is a different kind of it's, the stuff that you go through is different. You look to win. You look to see how God is going to show Himself in your situations now, because you know that He is. You know that He will. So 
I know that because, y'all, I know that I am seeking God with everything I have. And when God says, knock and you shall find, the door shall be open to you, it's real. And that's why I say I wish I could just, I was telling my pastor, I wish I could just tell people it works. Skip all the stuff you're about to go through and just, just come straight to this word. And seek righteousness. Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Stop telling. Stop saying, we, well, we can't be perfect. We can't. Because, see, once you begin to tell yourself that, what you're telling yourself is, I really am not ready to stop doing what I'm doing. And saying, but God knows my heart. And let me tell you, God knows y'all. I recently posted to my young girl. I have young girls, 901 Butterflies, and I asked them, if God came to your house this weekend to visit you, what would you move? What would you put up? What would you watch on TV? Would you turn your TV on? What kind of music would you listen to? How would your language change? And after they answered that question, let me tell you, God's at your house every minute. He's the ruler of your house. We got so caught up on this government shutdown, and all I can say is government shutdown, I know someone who never shuts down, but in the twinkle of an eye can shut it all down. Our lives, your life, this government. So when you shut and you die to yourself, when you no longer have control over yourself, when you surrender, you look for the promises. You look for the blessings. You look for God's word to manifest in your life, and life truly does become outstanding, even in the midst of trials, trouble, and and tribulations. It becomes outstanding because you know, you know the end result because you know who you serve. But see, when you mix up about what side of the fence you're on, you ain't sure. So, you know, you're tossing up a, a, a but thank God for, for grace and mercy. You know. So I'm going to leave you all with this. Life truly is outstanding. There comes work with that. It comes, it has to be consistent work and a continued desire, as I've said here, to to know what's right to desire what's right, and to make a choice to do what is right. We've got to stop making excuses so that we become mature people, complete and not lacking anything. Because we can't serve a mighty God and not change. We cannot. The word changes who you are, and it changes your life. So I'm going to... Guys, with that, I want to say good night. Thank you all for tuning in to, to tonight's show. Um, hope you join us next Monday, eight o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, if you if you know someone, share the show with someone and come back and listen to us next Monday again, eight o'clock Central Standard Time. Thank you all and have a wonderful, wonderful night.
all disappears Sometimes It feels like Everything Is passing me by Every now and then It feels like My ship has gone and sailed away But I I gotta be strong Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.